I would like a recount if I lose. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if it's close by one point, I'm going to lose oh, my mind. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a program completely dedicated to the board game Spirit Island. On this show, we examine and discuss every aspect of the game, whether they be general tips, in-depth strategies, or shilly, silly shenanigans. Keep, keep it. Going, keep, keep going, keep, keep going, keep going. Keep, keep it, keep it. Today, we cover the results of our first battle in our Brandenburg Prussia takedown series. The first one up to the plate was Laura's team, shock and awe. How did her team fare? Let's find out. <laughs> I didn't know hey. awe was like awe. Like, oh, uh, yeah, I thought shock and awe, not shock and awe. I didn't know Shock and the little mini Wait, why did Ryan do the intro? <laughs> Laura? <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Ryan? What? I'm so confused. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that intro. <laughs> I have mixed feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. My voice is deeper earlier in the day. You do uh, have a pretty low voice sometimes, Laura Love. And I thank you. This well, is really getting weird. Can we just go? <laughs> <laughs> so today was my team. Shock yeah. and Because I got a lot of big booms and then I got the tiny little hummingbird on my team. Yeah. I had stone, thunder speaker, Keeper and Finder, because some jerk destroyed Ocean, and mm. we won't talk about it anymore. Yes, those burns. Those are pretty rough. Rude. Yes, today is the second of four episodes in our Brandenburg Prussia takedown series. Takedown. We have already done the draft. If you have not seen that, this probably makes very little sense <laughs> to you right now. What's happening? Head on over to YouTube. Go watch the draft. That's right. We recorded our draft of these teams on video, and you can see that video on YouTube. You'll find it in episode 65. It's also on the normal podcasting channels wherever you listen to us normally. Or don't worry about it. This is my team, and let's see how they did. Yeah. So today we are coming in with the first report of this series. The first actual battle report. So how did Laura's team fare? We have the first stats available here. I'm actually really excited now. You know, we were excited to do this whole series. And John, I remember when you were starting it off, you're like, dude, this is going to be great. And like, oh man, now we get to actually get some points on the board and see how Laura has set the bar. Let's go ahead and see how the rest of our teams can compare to that. I will say I showed up to the battle today unaware that we were going up against Brandenburg Prussia 6. <laughs> that was a surprise to me. Ow. <laughs> yeah, I have a, what level were you thinking there, buddy? Um, I don't know. Okay, okay. Not six, apparently. Laura had no thoughts. <laughs> it's not like I did any prep beforehand, but I wasn't prepped for this thing. I also didn't know what the scoring was, because apparently we came up with some of that after I drafted Stone, so I call foul. You're right. Eric came up with the scoring after you drafted your team. That wasn't developed back in 2016. Wait, You're... Eric came up with this? For everyone at home, I read the rule book. Laura did not <laughs> when we first got the game. Like we said long ago. Wait, I'm... there's actual scoring for like how yes. you do in a game? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lesnar, I didn't know that till just now. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. Yes, you have. You play on digital all the time where they show you the yep. scoring. Yeah, but I always have all the easy stuff on, so mine's like, like negative stuff. Like we said last time, John is the only person here that actually cares about it. I'm all for the high score. <laughs> all right. Well, because I only care about win yes, win no. Literally anything else, 
I don't care. Because I feel as if that's kind of unfair to all the Blight people, like Vengeance or something. Mm -hmm. Or <laughs> like, here's a Blight strategy. Yeah, this made me win the game. And, well, Negative sorry. points for the Blight. <laughs> I like to ask everybody, did we have fun and are we still friends? And then that's, that's all I care about. I don't ask those questions after a game. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not a competitive person. I don't, like, really care. It's just like, yeah, if we all had fun, yeah. that's really what matters, you know. For the most part, but for this, it's fun to be silly. And right. Oh, yeah, well, for here. I feel a little bit better knowing that they didn't just pick stuff to make my team tank, so thanks, Eric. You bent it! You bent it! It's not made aware of the scoring before I picked my team. <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> All okay. in all, though, was it a fun game and are we still friends? Yes. So I call it a success. Yay! I love how the only friendship here is just me, because you two are, you know, married, so you're stuck You don't with have each to other. be friends when you're married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's, uh, till death is, that's binding. <laughs> what was that one hilarious statistic that that one comedian just said on America's Got Talent? He said, when you look at the statistics for marriage in the U.S., it said 44% of all marriages end in divorce. Now, at first, that sounds scary, right? Wow, 44% end in divorce? That's crazy. But look at the flip side. That means that the other 56 end in death. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound any better? Like, this is sweetie. It's either divorce or death. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the game. I thought it was funny. John, you're still my best friend, so it's okay. Aww. So, All right. Yes, Laura, so once again, do you want to tell the crowd in case they forgot who, once again, was on your team? All right, so we had... Stone, played by Ryan, hey. on F board. Yeah. We had Thunder Speaker, played by, surprise, surprise me, on E board. Hey. And then we were supposed to have a friend come in and play Keeper, but mm. poor guy got sick. So, mm. you know, RIP him. I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> well, he's dead to me now because he didn't come to my game. Um, <laughs> she takes it so personally. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Get better, Jason. So John played Keeper and Finder together yeah. on A and B board. What's nice about Keeper is they're broken, so I don't have to <laughs> think. <laughs> I just did the the broken build. The place two presents always have enough energy to do growth for. So, <laughs> yeah, when victory is on the line and you yeah, know, competition like, brings out like the how about mail? that seven energy in three card place? <laughs> <laughs> Bring out all the stops. Yeah, so we did good and had fun. Now, how did you go about the business of picking who got who? Obviously, you getting Thunderspeaker, that's, yeah. I grabbed Thunderspeaker, I shoved the bird at John, because he does good with it, and mm. then I threw the other ones at Ryan and said, what do you want? Because that's not what happened to me. That's, I was just, so I was literally handed true. stone, like, <laughs> here, you're you, stone. You, you I was gave like, Ryan oh, stone. Okay. Well, John texted me in church today when he was supposed to be paying attention to other stuff that he was going to be playing Keeper, so I assumed <laughs> that was already set up. Right on. Yeah, no, I was just curious about how in these teams, because like we said before during the draft, each one of us chose these four spirits, but who in those teams gets which spirit? Can we have some fun with it? Do we just want to be like, eh, whatever. I think it's kind of fun if we let the person decide how it goes. I have a fun so little... So Ryan's bitter that he had to play stone instead of no, keeper? No, 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 Ryan, no, no. you played a great stone. You did fantastic, Spoilers! <laughs> I have a fun idea for how I want my team's members to be distributed, but I will You're going to hide them later. around the living room, and we all have to go hunting, and the first one you find, that's who you're playing. Ooh, can we make it like the greatest game where we hunt each other? Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, so back to the game. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was just handed stone. I'm like, okay. And ironically... Did you want keeper instead? I didn't have a choice. Well, now <laughs> I feel bad about all of this. No, you're fine. So, oh, I yeah. ironically, <laughs> I had never played Stone in a multiplayer game. 
I have only ever played Stone in solo play. So I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. So yet another great leadership decision by Laura. This is going very well so far. This is a game of adaptation and change. (laughs) Hey. Because once again, we did random boards. I mean, we had told you before who got each. So yeah, I was Stone. I got F board. Thunderspeaker got E. Keeper got B. And Finder got A. What's interesting, we didn't really like plan out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or D. Or D. D. Thank goodness no D. Double wetlands. No. No. But we didn't really pick out, like, okay, Stone needs to have F-board. We kind of just, like, well, this... Oh, yeah, we did randomly really? pull the boards. Well, we randomly pulled the boards, but also just kind of, like, randomly put down the island, and I didn't yeah. really care about where yeah. Finder went, or... I guess kind of whatever it was, it was. F-board was closest to me. That's why I was just like, all yeah. right, you're on that one. Okay, here we go. How did that work out, like, starting-wise? Did you like it, from what you remember? It was one of those things where, with this adversary and with my placement, with what we got, because our first card is a stage three. Yeah. I think it was okay. Okay. I think it was all right. All things considered, I didn't think it mattered too much. So, anyway, Ted hates it when we don't get right into it, so let's get right into it. 20 minutes later. Ted gives good advice. Off we go. Actually, 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, not bad. All right, so turn one. Mountain and jungle, set up and explore. I also, again, forgot that it would just go so fast. So I will say right off the bat, I freaked out a little bit when I found out how difficult it would be. I immediately pulled up Kaylin's strategy video for Thunderspeaker and started watching that at high volume because I was spazzing about a character I've played all the time. For years. A character you played for years. Yes. Nothing against Kaylin. Hey, Love you, Kaylin. To be fair, we've had one hectic week. So every now and then it's like, hey, I'm about to go into something that's like really crazy. I need my brain. Can I just have someone help me with some of these brain things? So I actually opened up with Thunderspeaker Growth 3 option, which I never do. I'm always like, get my stuff out there. But Kaylin did it in the video. So that's what I did <laughs> as well. It was kind of cool because I did Manifestation of Power and Glory like right off the bat. and got my Coastal City off the board because they were going to nice. ravage the next turn. So Ooh. I was like, oh, well, this is nifty. Now, for listeners at home who don't have every growth option of Thunderspeaker memorized, what is Growth 3? You think I have it memorized? I don't remember. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It is you get to place one presence and you get four money, which when you're cast strapped and your best card costs three money, it's a lot. Four energy is a chunk of change. Agreed. So that's what I did. One thing that was just a wonderful reminder when you're playing with Brandenburg Prussia 3, and especially at this difficulty at max level, is they go to two lands at a time, and our first one was Jungle Mountain. And I remember when John said, he's like, well, the real trouble with Brandenburg Prussia is how much blight did you get on turn two? Because you're probably going to blight. So I was very happy that of my four lands that were under attack, I only blighted once, which was really great. With an asterisk, technically twice, but one of them was from the box. So (laughs) I'm okay with that. Ryan's right. I've had games where I blight the island turn two. And that's really hard against Brangberg Prussia or any game. That's hard to come back from. Especially if you get one of those ones that are continually hurting you like a downward spiral or a memory fade. It is very likely to blight. Yeah. To get some So then for blight on six turn more two. turns, you are dealing with blighted effects, either from yeah. a blight card or even like events if you play with events. So I agree. We try to really limit blight, at least for turn two. Yeah. <laughs> try and like weather the storm as much as we could. Mm. So my turn one for Finder, I always want to like try and do different things, right? Especially with Finder. Sure. They have this bridge, as we've called it, of a growth track. Mm. But we've also talked about how you have to be efficient with Brandenburg Prussia. Yeah. So it's like, well, I know how to do this one thing with Finder really well. So I did top, middle, middle, bottom, if that makes sense. Mm. So I did the top track, 
two middles, and then I went to the bottom. Here's Plink going down to the bottom there. Basically. <laughs> but I like the elements with top, middle, middle, you get sun, moon, and air. So with my turn one, I was able to, with my growth two, play two cards. And that's where Finder's already starting to move things, even in the fast phase. With my lay paths, they cannot walk. So just trying to limit builds, trying to limit town builds, less explore sources to come from. And then from the beginning, we started like, okay, let's group things up onto mm. Laura's board. Yeah. Like mm. Ryan was doing that. I was doing that. I would make some sacred sites with Keeper. Mm. Bouncings around. Push to Han with the I sacred site. I actually didn't do a whole lot of control. I had a lot of my people taken from me and people pushed onto my board. And I was like, I'm just going to try to see who I can kill. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did push onto some people onto you early. You're right. Mm-hmm. Just like, because I don't like. Go to the wetland. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's always so fun playing with Finder because who else can move cities? And who can move cities across the whole entire board? Mm-hmm. It's always just such a cool mechanism to mm. see. I loved it. It's always fun when you get that first event card that you burn and you're like, please be missionaries or please be farmers, <laughs> farmers. or something. This time it was the struggles of growth. Like, ah, eh, swing like one of those ones that you're not super offended by, but you hoped it was going to be like a worse one. Ah. Yeah. No outpaced. Yeah. Right. No, nothing right. that really could ruin your game. Mm-hmm. You're right. That does sting. You're like, oh, well, let's see what happens next. Ah, well. Yeah. Too bad. The first explore after the first turn was on our coastal lands. I was worried about that because that puts an extra explore build ravage onto each land in level two. Mm. But we weathered that storm really well, which I was but very surprised But no escalation. At. That's what That's Ryan true. really liked. So we didn't have to add a town. To a land without. To a land without. Which I got to be there. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. that really stinks. As stone and guess yeah. what I don't have? A double presence placing <laughs> option. <laughs> you can go every turn. You can place a presence. That every... is nice. That is very nice. That really irks me as a finder player too because as we've talked about, you can't get around ads. So I was trying to put down isolates and trying to group people up. But then when an escalation comes up, I can't get around that. Yeah. I can't isolate a land enough. You mm. just have to add a town to land with that one. Yeah. Just plain and simple. So That makes sense. I agree with getting the early coastal was pretty helpful to batten down the hatches keep them towards the coast Mm. i will say with a turn two as we've talked about it's a stage three card so many lands are ravaging me and ryan both were able to pull up defend cards yeah unfortunately i had one of my most hated things where of my four cards three of them were defend cards i'm like dang it i hate it when that happens because that means that my teammates are going to have statistically a lower chance of finding defend cards when they go for a minor power. Because I've been, in my recent finder games, I've been leaning into the defensive finder mm. instead of the big boom. Like, let my Dahan yeah. do my damage, but mm. I never found a defense as a finder, sure. unfortunately. But I was playing two-handed. Keeper <laughs> found Dark Entangled Woods. That's a good one. That helps out. That's which, with our first Ravage being Mountain Jungles, literally Dark Entangled Woods can only yeah. target mountains or jungles, and it was defend and fear. So I'm like... Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yep. <laughs> so the three defend cards I had the choice to pick from was Sap the Strength of Multitudes, Quicken the Earth's Struggles, and Elusive Ambushes. I'm like, dang, nabbit. Now, of course, those are all really I know, good. They are. I know. And of those three, only one of them has an earth element. That's Quicken the Earth Struggles. Now, that's the one of those three that has the highest amount of defense. You can either do one damage to each building or you can get defend 10. For one energy, that's awesome. The unfortunate thing, though, was that you need to be there and it needs to be a sacred site. And the reason why that's like, ah, is because this early in the game, I didn't have sacred sites and I didn't have them where I needed them. It was like a land one away from me 
and I don't have anything in that land is about to go up. I'm like, dang, nabbit. So that's like at least two turns away from getting right. a secret site. And Sap the Strength of Multitudes is also range zero. That one does defend five, but once again, range zero. I'm like, dang, nabbit. You can boost that range. You can boost it, but I didn't have anything that had air. Mm. It's one of those unique miners that has a threshold. For a single air, you can increase the power's range by one, which is cool, but it gives you animal water. And I didn't have anything that had air. So I'm like, dang, now I'm going to have to wait to make this card useful until I can find something else that gives me an air. So ironically, I picked Elusive Ambushes, even though it gives me Sun, Fire, Water, which I don't need. But it's range one. It requires you to have Dahan in target land. So it's either one damage or defend four. You have to pick. But at least it's range one. I'm like, that's what I need. I don't care if there's like Dahan. And, and that's like my restriction. Stone has, you know, pretty good Dahan control. So you they can set are, up. Yeah. but it's slow. Mm. Like, bah! But still, this early, this quick, one thing that we were very much reminded of with Brandenburg Prussia is you don't have time to really like, oh, I'll wait to make this work. It's like, I need something that works you need to go right now. now. I need something right now. And if I can't use it right now, then I don't need it. This is the biggest argument I hear for England because you have so many turns of England. It's such a grueling game. But I hear people say like they don't take out any invader cards. So you get a full game against mm. England. Man, it's been a while since I've played England. Now I want to play them again. I don't. I, this was almost like... I, I never no, want you to don't. play them. <laughs> oh. No, you don't. No, you, you can play whatever you, you like, can. Laura. Never yeah. mind. You can knock yourself out as, all you want. As a Thunderspeaker main, she would love England, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Thunderspeaker stomps England. But as a control player, me, I'm just like... Oh, no. I weep in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are quite familiar, Laura, with the bad taste in your mouth that Russia 6 gives you. Eh. Basically, what that feeling is, is how everyone else feels about England 6. <laughs> Just this, ugh, no, uh, yuck, uh. ew, I don't want to do it. Do I have to? Uh. But you get to build as your spirit, like a cool build. You know, you're not sprinting out the gates like Brandenburg, so... So you get some yep. time to, like, really... Grow your spirit. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so, so we had some defense We had a lot going of defense. On, but then we got our event. And Laura finally not... joined my team on anti-event <laughs> sentiments. <laughs> the events were not in our favors this time. Uh. Very often. It was kind of annoying. Our event was temporary truce. In lands with Dahan, one Dahan and one town or city do not participate in ravages. They neither take this. nor deal damage. Because we were still at Terra Level 1. We were in Terra Level 1 for quite some time. Yeah, we felt <laughs> it. We didn't have a dedicated fear spirit, so it took us a while. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think of that when I drafted him. That's fine. That's all right. But this temporary truce, we had a bunch of defense set up where our Dahan yeah. were going to be able to smack back and kill things. And we missed out on a didn't. ton. Like, cities missed out. Towns. The good news is that the lands that weren't blighting still didn't blight, which is like, yay. But the problem is, is that for my board anyway, I had two lands that each were about to be completely cleared, wiping out all the towns and explorers, but a single town remained on each of them. I'm like, dang it. The only one that didn't was the one that I had to do stones and eights on because it says it only does that if Dahan were in that land. Right. And that was just me. So I was able to counterattack with myself. But I was like, dang it. I had two lands ready to go to completely clear it. And it's really annoying when you have against Brandenburg, Prussia, lands that still have towns in them because the escalation says you have to put a town where there isn't one. I was supposed to have two more lands that I could put towns in, but nope. So I guess I have to go further inland. Dang it. 
Yeah, that one, I think turn to Brandenburg Prussia might be the most swingiest of the events. If you get a bad event on turn two. That's it. It's all done. It hurts. Like we were feeling the ramifications, like Ryan's saying, of not losing those towns and cities for the rest of the game. Yeah, France on East Board would like to have a word. Yeah, <laughs> that's very swingy. But it's because the game's so fast, it only lasts eight turns. It's tough when, yeah, the city was supposed to be gone, and now it's there, and now it's going to build another town. I will say it could have been a worse event. Okay. It wasn't the worst. It's not like we blighted because of it, Mm. and we didn't, like, lose presence or Dahan or anything. It was just, like, annoying because we're like, oh, my gosh, we set up all this good Mm. stuff, and then... All this defense wasted. (laughs) To quote Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, he has probably one of my favorite response to, it could have been a lot worse... Yeah, well, it could have been a lot better, too. (laughs) (laughs) And if that ain't life. So what was the Explore card that came up next? All right, so then we had to explore the wetlands. And they did that. For those of us who had coastal wetlands. (laughs) I had one. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't D-board, so it could have been worse. (laughs) With Explorers in our wetlands, we trundled into turn three. For those keeping track at home, yes, we have not yet earned a fear card. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gone big booms. So Finder found a pretty cool card where I found Rights of the Land's Rejection. Now, this is a card where you can either prevent a build in a land with Dahan, and you get fear based on how many buildings are Dahan are there. You take the less number. Or you can push up to three Dahan. So I took that option, and as Finder and Thunderspeaker started to like look at each other and be like, okay. Let's go. Let's go. So I, time. And I use aid from the Spirit Speakers, mm-hmm. so I was starting to move Dahan and group people up onto Laura's board. So that was a pretty cool pull for me, because I wasn't doing much with Dahan. I tried to offer passage between worlds. That was going to prevent two Dahan from dying, but then they didn't participate in Ravage, so nothing happened. So it was kind of a worthless setup. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start pushing things to Laura's board, and we're just going to start setting things up. We cleared out your board pretty quickly. You ended up with a lot of your presence on my board, like all of your Dahan with you. Mm-hmm. You just kind of like picked up everything and dumped it off with me and was nice. I got some lucky isolates. I chose a wetland when the wetland came up, so I'm like, yes! Mm. You always like when uh, oh, isolate yeah. hits yep. type of thing. So I was able to prevent that. I played a fun card that I've never done before, especially as Thunder Speaker. I'm trying to be more experimentative because I feel like sometimes I get into a rut of like, oh, I know this card and I know this combo works. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to be more like, no, like, let's try something new and play around with it. So my new interesting card this turn was Birds Cry Warning. Um, oh, I love that card. Which is interesting because the action is next time Dahan would be destroyed in target land, destroy two fewer Dahan or push up to three Dahan, which if you're any other character, you're just like, oh, well, I lose one Dahan and, you know, I keep the rest of my Dahan. If you're Thunderspeaker, you are like turning into a kamikaze pilot a bit because you're like, I'm just going to die here. Because mm-hmm. anytime I Dahan die, I die alongside them. So I did end up using this to be able to destroy a city because I didn't have my defense card left. Managed to pick up very little defense in this game. Yeah, Ryan burned all those. <laughs> the defense cards. Yeah. Rude. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but I had three Dahan and a city and an explorer in a mountain that they were fighting in. So I lost one of my Dahan, but the other two managed to fight back. I still got a blight, but the city got off the map. Nice. So that was really handy. Mm-hmm. I really do love Burst Cry Warning because that's basically, in my mind, the offer passage between worlds or concealing shadows for non-finder or shadows players. (laughs) (laughs) I love saving Dahan. And it's like a pseudo-defense type of thing. You're like, we're going to blight, but But you're not all going to die. You protect the Dahan. I also like it. Or share secrets of survival. I know one of you is about to say it from shifting memory. Okay. 
what I like about this, there's not many fast to Han moving powers. Ryan was talking about how yeah. his Han moving powers are mm-hmm. slow, and same with like shadows or even Thunderspeaker. Mm. I mean, once they get ranked up enough, they can move to Han fast, or they have the sudden ambush card. Yeah, but sure. it's only the innate. The rest of your cards, if you want to move your army, it has to be slow. So we're very fortunate that we found Rights of the Land's Rejection, fast to Han moving power, and then Bird's Cry Warning. So me and Laura were moving to Han before they were fighting. So that was pretty... Really nice. Yeah, pretty nice pulls there. The first half of this game for me was kind of, and I think for all of us, honestly, was kind of, I'm not going to say lackluster, but it was one of those kinds of experiences where it's like, I'm not doing a ton of fun things. I'm doing a lot of necessary things. Yes. Where the choices are, boy, there are things I don't like about this option and there are things I don't like about this option, but push has come to shove and we don't have time. If this isn't useful, I have to like leave it behind. I got to do this. Are they going to build there? Doesn't matter. I have to focus about something over here because this is going to be like a triple blight of this Cascades. I can't have that happen. Mm. Against Brandenburg Prussia here, like especially for my early game, you guys can tell me if you felt a similar emotion or not. It was just very much a can't care about this. I don't have time to care. I just got to go and like do this. This is you doing this, buddy. doesn't matter. I got to do this. Just do what needs to be done. (laughs) Right. You have to do what you need to do. And when you think about it, so we had our stage three card and then their next card was coastal. So on our first ravage were four lands per board. Our second ravage was three lands, three coastal lands. So in two turns, seven lands ravaged per board it's a little messy <laughs> that's a lot of having to like you're saying ryan to cover and be like there's something gonna slip through and seven lands are fighting in two turns things are gonna slip through the cracks Blight's now, gonna now happen some of the coastal lands you know if you had already just destroyed everybody in the ravage then they didn't build but again some of our dahan and our towns didn't fight so then they're still around to build and it was a mess yeah, and that's what stung is like, yes, this was supposed to be wiped out, but now it's not. Now it's building there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but then we went to the wetlands, so <laughs> it got a little bit better. <laughs> Our event was Provincial Seat. I wasn't a big fan of this one. So this one is on each board, choose a land with cities. Build there. Ironically, this one wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah, it was kind of fine. And on my board, I had a land with cities where I was planning to do manifestation anyway. So it's like, yeah, bring it on. I also think I wanted things to build because Finder has a lot of slow moving powers and I kind of want things to build up, especially in the wetland, and then start pushing things over to Laura's board. So I'm mm-hmm. like, sure, if this has got a city here, build there and I'll build a town and I'll move both of those things in the slow faced. And then Keeper was playing Towering Wrath and I had a couple of sacred sites set up. So yeah, go ahead and build and I'll just go blammo there. Yeah. I didn't mind so much because I had already played Jagged Shards Push from the Earth, which is just a card from Stone's starting hand that just pushes up to two to Han and adds a Badlands to Mm, the land. mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, let's just start going ahead. And I customarily do this with some decent regularity. And that is, when in doubt on putting Badlands, I usually put on land two because that's where my city is and (laughs) that's on the coast. So it's likely bad guys will go there a lot. We got our first fear well card. Yes. On turn three, we're like, oh, my word. The game's almost halfway over. <laughs> we finally got a fear card. We got Sense of Dread. Which is actually quite nice. On each board, remove one explorer from a land matching a Ravage card. We removed a bunch of explorers. Yeah, we, we got did. four off of that one. And there were several places. I think there was one place on John's board where they had two explorers. Mm-hmm. 
and it was going to blight, so we were able to save that. Yeah, mm-hmm. saved a blight cascade situation. Right. And then for there me. were a couple of places where they were going to build. Yeah, yeah, just getting explorers off the map. Yep. It felt good to finally get a fear card. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It a bit of a took slog a while. to get there. It took a while. And especially, I think, John, because you and I are just so very acclimated to fear play styles that this is just like, oh. <laughs> it was weird for me not to have a fear card on turn two before my first really? ravage. Yeah. That yeah. early? Well, well, when you play with, yeah, fear spirits and especially low player count games, yep. fear cards can come in pretty fast, actually. Yeah. I'm it's not used. Big stress on the lower player count games. Mm. Fear cards come in way faster with well, fear nice. spirits. Yeah, you're right. I tend to like even if i'm playing like a three-player game it's like well i'll bring bringer in mm. or i'll bring let's throw an ocean yeah of course let's get shadows in there you know it's like so i like having these fear spirits to kind of yeah. add to the pile but when there's finder i'm like i haven't earned a fear yet this game yeah <laughs> i don't know if finder ever did actually i don't think i ever did you know when we were done with the draft you have various ways of emotions of different kinds among them can be varying levels of buyer's remorse slash regret on hey should i have grabbed this character should i grab this spirit and it was about turn two or three of this game i'm like i'm very glad i bring her on my team <laughs> <laughs> because you can get like rude well you can get 16 fear from no, one card no, no, it her. all worked out i'm just saying you know like in those moments we're like maybe this wasn't a good idea like you know sometimes you have that like those very quick moments those fleeting moments of buyer's remorse yeah. like, should i have played this character like i had some feedback from people like during the draft say john why didn't you pick this spirit then and why'd you burn them at this time like, you could thought. you yeah. could use them like, it's so easy to sit back and reflect like oh, you're saying goodness. when you're oh, in the moment goodness. i was scrambling during that draft i was just like <laughs> oh i don't know i can't even think of spirit names right now because right you know you have the other two people across from you being like come on pick already yeah the clock's ticking down you're like it's yeah when you're in the hot seat it's something else like oh i didn't yeah. yes wildfire could have been good on my team I didn't think of them at that yeah. point, you know? Especially when they all just work together so differently. You don't have time yeah. to really think through all of it. And then your top pick is in the garbage yeah. from somebody yeah. else. And you're like, oh, no. That's me with Rocket League. Watching it. Oh, come on. You should have gone that Why way. Come that? on. Yeah, and you... I go in there. I'm like, oh, wait, no. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm just fumbling around, driving in reverse. And just like, I can't do anything. I do that all Not the good. time. In Smash Bros, you can save your videos. You like oh, save your yeah. matches. Oh. And I'll like rewatch one and be like, John, why are you shielding so much? <laughs> They, they know you're going to so shield, and then they can describe you and throw you off the stage. So you're right. If it's like, just different when you have the benefit of, I'm not in that hot seat. Yes. I can look at it. It's so much easier. All the way back from here, it is so much easier. So it could have been good to have a fear spear in Laura's team, but we adapted. That's we right. kind of improvised, adapted, overcame. When hey, we, when we got our first fear card in turn three, we were like, so maybe we'll shoot for a terror level two win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just knew we needed to get rid of stuff. And, you know, the thing is, is that the good thing is that Brandenburg Prussia, even at max level, does not require a ton of fear cards in order to defeat. You only need 12, which is actually not a lot for a fully maxed out adversary. No. Until you realize you have eight turns to get it. You're like, oh, Oh, no. That's what the time crunch starts hurting. (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's just like, what turn is this? Turn three? When John said we were halfway through, I was like, we are what? Yeah, at the start of turn four, I'm like, all right, the game's halfway done. That's half of it. We've earned one fear card. We've earned 16 fear <laughs> in four turns. So then three we toddled into turn turns. four with our one fear card. And turn three, you are 37% of the way through the game already. Wow. You're like, oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. And I looked at, we have one fear card, 11 to go. Okay, well, it's not a fear victory this time. If we're going to win, it's not going to be a fear victory. We kind of started going majors at this point. So, you know, I said one time, I think at the start of this year, at the end of last year, that I could benefit from getting majors earlier. I completely forgot that we had just four turns left. I was already reaching for a major. I'm like, 
I'm very glad that I reached for Major, even before I didn't know that we had four turns left, because on turn four, I went for a Major we, as well. We both went for a Major. Yeah, well, Keeper did. Finder had more of a Miner's build. I went for no Majors at all, but I had Finder on my team, which for Thunderspeaker, if you have a good relationship with Finder, you don't need a Major. So turn four was where things started to take a bigger turn towards the happy. Now, I think this is where I did my second manifestation of power and glory. I forgot to write down which turn I did what. So if that's confusing, yeah, I'm confused too. But before you get to that, let's talk about the majors that we pulled. All right. Mm -hmm. What'd you guys get? I, for Keeper, gained Talons of Lightning. I Such a great one. I know it's nothing really elemental-wise with Keeper. I mean, there's a fire, which but Keeper... But it's fast and high damage. <laughs> fast and high damage. Now, it can be limited because it's only in Mountains Wetlands, but again, we have Finder on the team who can move things pretty easily. Yeah. Say my jungles were starting to build up. I'm like, hey, Finder, buddy, can you like throw me right. a city? And at this point, bad guys were everywhere. Bad guys so... were everywhere. <laughs> and building on the coast and going to wetlands as we had, you know, an yeah. explorer. Yep. What did Stone pick up? So, for my majors, I actually pulled a lot of really good ones. It was either Bloodrack Plague or Land Thrashes and Furious Pain, which I was actually tempted with. Because by that time, I had already blighted a few times, but it was from the box. It was not from the card. Nice. So, I was like, you know what? I might be able to use it, but it wasn't super blight. It was just like the back half mm-hmm. and on the corner. But my inland lands are actually pretty okay. Pretty clear. So there was that card, but there was also Pyroclastic Flow or Winds of Wrath and Atrophy. Oh, man, I love this card. Man, I love this card. John, we once did a gift card series. Part of me wants to do a general major list. It doesn't even have to be limited to majors, but like... Always good cards, whether would, they be minors or majors. I would love like a this is one of them. majors <laughs> series. I would love that. This is one of them. The famous defend six, give you a fear, and downgrade a bad guy building. And of course, if you have three air, three water, and two animal, you can repeat the sucker, which is great. Range three of a sacred site. I was Ooh. like, you know what? I know, I know it doesn't have any earth, but I need defend cards. And my elusive ambushes was starting to lose value because my Dahan was starting to get clumped up because I kept, well, clumping them up. <laughs> so and I didn't have, in my opinion, enough fast Dahan control where I could quickly get them where I needed to for elusive ambushes to work. So I was like, you know what? I booted Elusive Ambushes, and I got Winds of Rust and Atrophy. Now, can you explain to me? I understand, like, Defense 6 is great. It's mm-hmm. range 3 from a Sacred Site, Love so it. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. You get one fear, but I don't know. There's something to me that's always like, just replace it. Like, just downgrade it. Oh, so I want to wipe it off the map. Oh, it's so good. You do, like, going boom, Laura. That's true. Yep. Like, it, just, it doesn't feel right to downgrade something, because then you're like, well, when we blow it up, now it's one less fear. The thing that's really nice... The thing that's very nice is this is a fast card. The thing that's really great about it is that whoever you are downgrading, yes, this card downgrades and it defends. So that means that if you have to use defense in a land where there's a city, that city is going to soak up a lot of your defense. So the moment you downgrade that to a town, that's less defense is being soaked up by a building and another defense that can be used elsewhere on another target in that land. For instance, we're going up against Sweden. Hey, five versus three damage. That's kind of big. The moment you downgrade that, it just went in your favor by like two, Mm -hmm. which is really handy. What I do really like about it is so many cards in this game manipulate towns or destroy towns or do something with towns. 
very little straight up pop cities or straight up move cities or something like that, but there's a lot more town control or town interactions. So the moment you can take a city and make it a town, the percentage of cards in the decks that can now interact with that invader that you just downgraded has increased significantly because it's a town now. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. The minor, Which I really like. The minor deck opens up, like Ryan's saying. There's not yep. many city cards in the minor deck, but yep. there are tons of town cards in the yep. minor deck that control or destroy. Yep. This is the crops wither and fade that's available to everyone. In the fast phase, crops I is slow. I cannot tell you how many times I have clinched a Terror 3 win mm. because... And I know you have done this too, John. Mm -hmm. How many cities do we have left? There's two. Bam, bam. Repeat this power. Repeat and power. we're out. <laughs> Both cities are gone in the fast phase. But here's the thing. It's also cheap. If it mm. was a like blow it up thing, it probably would be like four or five. That's true. But it has really good range. Range three? That's really And if nice. you have the elements, you can repeat it for free. Yeah. You know what would be hard to do is to rank the three energy majors. Because, oh boy, there Ooh. are incredible ones. Rapid Wings of Sunlight. Yes. Jungle Hungers. Yes. <laughs> Power Storm. <laughs> um, Towering Wrath. Wait, that's not a major. <laughs> May as well be, honestly. <laughs> Pent Up Calamity, Vigor oh, of the Breaking yeah. Dawn. There's yep. so many good ones. Ed. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, a lot of spirits can do three. Yeah. Yeah. Even Thunderspeaker can do three. Thunderspeaker. Yeah. Shadows can do it, even with like a 3-3 three, three build. Many yep. spirits, Finder can do it, even they're doing like a bottom track. But I a think... lot of spirits, if they're going to play five, it's like, this is maybe the one time in the game I can pay five. I can play it's this card possible. one time. If yep. it's five energy. Yeah, and you know, with Winds of Rust, the thing is, is like, I think a lot of the emotion for why I love Winds of Rust and Atrophy as well as Indomitable Claim stem from the fact that since 2017, I remember these cards as being very good for, oh crap, I need to fix this right now without doing one of these. So, so you're saying you have more memories attached to this card? Because as a beginner player, my gameplay style was, oh crap, fix every problem. Mm -hmm. And these cards let me do that. As opposed to, eh, take a hit and deal it back later. That's which true. is what my playstyle is more like now. Anyway, I found Winds of Rust, so that was a very impactful, remember this, acquisition that happened this turn. But, as Laura said, she did something very fun. This was the second time I got to play Manifestation of Power and Glory. John and I had been building up to it. We were building up an yeah. e-board. I believe your land eight was a wetland. Mm -hmm. and it is a, a wetland. It's yep. a skinny little thing. And boy, oh did we pack that to the brim. <laughs> Look at this. It's a pretty fun little photo that Ryan got. To the listener at home, we took some photos of this game. And I'm going to put a hyperlink in the description. So if you want to go ahead and look at them, feel free. So in that land, we had... What was it? I ended up with three presents and eight Dahan for a total of 24 damage. We destroyed three cities, seven towns, and an explorer or two. Wow. That is why this combo of... Yeah, Finder, your first in this so land, your second use was three cities, seven towns, and one explorer. Yep. Did you happen to write down which turn I did that on? No, yeah, it was this one. Okay, yeah, it was turn four. Okay, yeah, cool, we're cool, right. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's why it's so nice to work with Finder because sometimes Thunderspeaker is like, I can get my army to anywhere, but there's nothing like grouped up that's like big enough to really hit. So when Finder came out in promo pack two, I mean, the first time we played it together, it was just like, this works. This works so well. We even negotiated, hey, I have this much damage. I can bring in this many more to Han to get more damage. Mm -hmm. How many cities and towns can you bring over here? Well, that was 14 fear, right? Because one comes from the card. 14 fear. Finally, we're yes. starting to earn some fear. It was Three amazing. cities, seven towns. That's 13 plus one from the card. 
and we only need 16 in order to, <laughs> you know, for a four-player game to get a fear card. It was fun. <laughs> I've seen this because Finder and Thunderspeed were grouping up so much. I've seen people like almost have a reminder card for a land where mm. things are supposed to be. Of just <laughs> like it's not even on the islands. Like oh, this is land eight on F board mm. or whatever. But it's really just on like an index card of like here's all Yo. the things on there because it was starting to get so packed. Man. It was. But I mean, when you see Dahan in very high numbers as well as Finder conglomerating all bad guys in high numbers in a land and you see a certain particular ever-rising stack of Thunderspeaker presence increasing, you're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, baby. And so, unfortunately, the event here for this turn was just like a little... eh, It didn't ruin the happiness of that moment, but it's just like a little... ah, you know, like one of those things where it's like just like Like if someone a, blew out the candles on your birthday cake. Yes, yeah, you still got like, cake, but you know. It's like, no. And that was, we got Resourceful Populace, which was once an action destroys bad guys, you add a town in an adjacent land. I told John, I was like, ah, it's like Dahan Insurrection. You know, <laughs> like a bad guy died and then... I'm over here. Like, so fortunately, my one action of destroying all of those towns and cities only got us one more town, which I then stuck right next door into another land I was planning to destroy anyway. So it wasn't but the worst, but still, like we said, it was just, just like, annoying. A, ah. It's one of those things where you can't get around it because it's just ad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. between the escalations and then some, yeah, unfortunate events, we just couldn't get rid of towns fast enough. And we mm. think... We did this correctly, where every time we defended and the Dahan fought back and killed a town or city, we added a town to an adjacent land there as well. Right, because so the whole entire did it. It didn't yeah. specify spirit action. The whole entire counterattack phase, the whole entire slow phase, we were just like, we couldn't we get got rid of buildings. stuff off, but then we had to bring some stuff back on. Mm. It was just, I don't know. The only other funny thing isn't necessarily a huge thing. It was just like... It was always fun moments. Remember how last time we talked about Bentley? The turtle? (laughs) The snapping turtle. (laughs) Well, of course, the turn I get Winds of Rust and Atrophy, I play Winds of Rust and Atrophy (laughs) on a turn where there was two towns and three to Han, and one of them was our resident Flattop. Flattop to Han! <laughs> we love Flattop. If you're unaware, we have a Dahan, a physical Dahan piece in my copy. I believe you guys have one, too. Yeah, yeah we do. Where, I wonder how many you know people how, have a Flattop. Yeah, Dahan, the shape is just like a little mushroom. It's curved on the top. Well, we have one that must have bonked his head on the way out of the <laughs> warehouse or something because he got a haircut. The <laughs> little piece flat. looks like a little top hat. Yeah. You should have made and, them all like that. You could just stack them up. <laughs> and so we like, hey, flat top going on a killing spree. Overkill. Was it really a killing spree? No, it was just, hey, a famous Dahan going ham. We're like, yay. There's go flat top. So turn four was an impactful turn. We had the massive manifestation of power and glory go crazy. Keeper gets Towns of Lightning, which would go on to be good. We'll talk about it. Stone got Winds of Rust and Atrophy, which turned out to be pretty good. We had the annoying resourceful populace, and Flattop took out some towns. No lie. Now we're moving into level three, so we had to explore sands and mountains. So it is starting to pick up. But (laughs) turn four was the one where I went from, I don't know if we can win this, to maybe you start feeling better <laughs> a little bit Good. i was it was feeling risky by turn three okay because like i said i was like what turn is it one fear three card? one fear card 
Oh we're, dear. We're, <laughs> we're gliding a lot. So but we're not thankfully, Flander exists. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Here, Thunder Speaker, take all of these bad guys. Take <laughs> all of this." And Keeper was like, "Take these to Han. I do not care." I was purposely <laughs> trying to make sacred sites in lands with the Han, where I'd just be like, "Keep shoving, keep, keep shoving, shoving, keep shoving." Yep. Shove. Yeah. To Thunder. So Speaker. it was hilarious because Keeper, Finder, and Thunder Speaker were all doing like this teamwork thing, and there I am up to my waist and <laughs> Blighton, how you doing there, Stone? <laughs> I just hold up a thumbs up, but just <laughs> that feels so much like a Stone play of just yeah. like you are you very self sufficient, Ryan. <laughs> and we'll talk about this at the end, but it was very good that I kept adding Blight uh, from the box. <laughs> it was. It was very helpful. I mean, that's I think the biggest support that yep. Stone does, and that's why they need to rewrite the rules for winning. Oh, for score. Just for stone. So let's you talk know. about turn five, which was also a pretty nice turn. What did stone do? What card did this you This was up? the turn of this support really powers. I think so. This no, was no, the no, turn yeah. of support. Seriously. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you I got this turn, one. turn, I played a support power and forgot I'd played it till halfway through. And then I was like, oh, yeah, anybody want support? Oh, yeah. Because Laura got one, too. We all got. Yeah. This turn, we all picked up a support power. And they all were useful. Finder got to pick up Spur On with Words of Fire. One of my favorites. Oh, one of my favorites. Hey, buddy, do you want another card play and an energy? Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's funny with this is, yeah, we're playing really supportive. But when you play two-handed, we talk about this, you kind of just, like, develop your own combos with just yourself. (laughs) So I'm like, does anyone need Spur On? You guys were like, oh, maybe. I'm like, well, Keeper can use it. (laughs) So I just, like, was supportive with me. Jason comes in. I'll take it. (laughs) Jason's back. Jason's still sick. Go away. But anyway, Keeper got to play an extra card play. I love you, Jason. Yay. So yeah, Spurn was great because I was kind of focusing on that top track with Keeper to afford Towns of Lightning, which is six costing. It does, uh, it's, it's, it's a hefty price because it's fast. It gives you three fear and does five damage. And you didn't go yeah. top track with Keeper. So you were, for Keeper, relatively poor. I did do you t- did a, top track with Keeper. Eh? You did a hybrid. I did a hybrid. You didn't get a lot off your top track because it was a fast game. I just looked over and you're like, oh, you're only getting four money. Hmm. Energy. I, I ended up at seven. I ended up at seven. I got to seven. Luckily, Spiron gives an energy, so it allowed me to afford. I was actually one energy shy, but it allowed me to afford Talons of Lightning. I well done, Spiron. seriously, really. Remember how we just talked about good cards that are yeah. always good? Spiron is one of them. Always good, especially <laughs> with Keeper. You can kind of get in a reclaim loop because I can still place Damn. presents and reclaim with yeah. Keeper. Yeah. So that was, yeah, really good pull for Finder. It has a lot of Finder elements. I love the sun. I love the air for Finder. And this was the turn I finally reclaimed. And I love reclaiming with Finder because I get oh, yes, li- limitless yes. range. Yeah. I'm just like, yes. John, can you push that? Sure. You're not there. Don't care. Don't care. Those were always lovely. Can that go here? Of course. The biggest plays happen you want. often when this happens. Yeah. Laura got Scream Disease into the Wind. I did. That's the card I forgot I was doing anything with until... It was one of those hilarious moments where someone's like, I can do it. I don't really need to know who it goes to. I'm playing it. You figure out between yourselves who likes it the most. Midway through the fast phase, I'm like, hey, does anybody want plus one with all your powers? And also here, I threw a disease at them. Put a disease (laughs) down. Plus one range with all your powers. But Ryan, what did it allow you to do? Wait, I thought I got it. (laughs) We talked. That's what was funny. I'm like, I can do it. Well, I really don't need it, so... And I was like, well... 
I'm gonna have a land that's gonna build here. There's just an explorer. I had steam vents, and mm-hmm. steam vents is range zero. And I was like, you know what? I could really benefit from having it. And hey, throwing a disease onto a coastal wetland, not bad. So it wasn't huge, but it was just nice. I like getting explorers off of lands when you're playing a spear that doesn't have like very many fast attacky anti-explorer stuff. And that's one of the things that's really great about steam vents is that it just gives you just a really nice capability to just get off. And just a destroy and explore in the fast phase. Mm-hmm. And for cheap. Yep. And then when you've got that extra the problem is you have to be there. Yeah. You have to be there. But I wasn't. So I really needed that range. So thank you. You're welcome. Hooray. Absolutely. I was very fortunate. I got sky stretches to shore. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. card. When are we doing our minor power tier list? Because sky stretches near the top for old John Boy. It's the only card in the game that can make a fast power slow. Unless you are lightning. Uh uh-uh. oh! No, listen Wait. again. Listen, uh, fast power slow. Oh. It's the only thing in the game that makes a fast slow. Now you can make a slow fast, and that is also very nice. I've done this one time. Can I tell it? Go for it. I made pent up calamity slow. Nice. I was against France, and all those explorers turned into towns. And then nice. I played the strife. You hit it. The fear. Yeah. Yes. And I got the fear and the strife. Yep. So one time I played it slow. I guess it doesn't really matter. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, like you said, letting bad guys build so that there's more buildings. Yeah, because then meaning, the city builds, yeah. and I got to strife that and city. And Calamity has the capacity to do so much damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. And that's not even all that it does. Even if it stopped there, it's like, not bad. But so long as you are targeting a coastal land, you get plus three range. With Sky Stretches, that's so much. Oh, three range? That's insane. So we're like, yep, you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. (laughs) Yep. Yet again, another really decent, you know what? Never bad to have kind of power. Yeah. It had sun, which is like, eh, whatever. (laughs) But it had air, water, and earth. And I'm like, oh, water, air, and earth. Earth for my innates, and then air, water for winds of rust and atrophy, which requires air and water in order to hit the kicker. So I was Mm. like, you know what? I like it. I like it. So we got these fun support cards, which would go on later for fun things. We'll get into it. But remember how we said that Laura was shoving those extra bad guys into that nearby land when she did her first manifestation of power and glory? Well, that'd be a shame if... Oh, no, I got my reclaim one, and I got my manifestation of power and glory back. Hey! <laughs> a really big shame if she did, did it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my reclaim back. I managed to get another presence into that land, brought my presence with me. Let's check out the photo. That might be one of the most strongest perks on a track oh that you can get gosh. is a reclaim one. I love, I love it that. So it might be the strongest perk you can get. It might be my favorite. Because you usually find like that one card that is really just working for this game. Yeah. Now hear me out, John. I know that Trickster has shove a Dahan from your land, but Reclaim One is kind of dope. <laughs> Pushing one Dahan pretty strong. Although I will make an argument for a any element. Yes, yeah. But, Ooh, good point. Any element. That's always very flexible. But uh, yeah, Reclaim One is Reclaim One. <laughs> it's really amazing. And again, I had the help of John and Ryan shoving everything into my land. I think Keeper this turn made a sacred site and pushed a few more Dahan into that land. Yes, and so I think Keeper helped out power. there. That allowed you to push like a town. I actually had nothing to do on this one. This was all you. Oh, never mind. 
But this time I ended up with six presents and five Dahan for a total of 30 damage. Well, it was funny. She was calculating all the damage. She was like, you know, I actually can do more, but I don't need to do all this. I only need to do this much. So this Dahan, you can go over there, you buddy. Yeah. And you over here, you can stay home. some people off to the side for the next turn. That was fun. It was nice to see efficiency because that meant that you were allowing yourself to have a better capacity to attack elsewhere in other lands on future turns. Yeah. Quickly. It wasn't Definitely. just like, I want to do the maximum amount of damage. It was like, how much damage right. can I do? John's already shoved everything he can in here. Because Finder is still here, but we don't want to have them go overtime if, you know, right. that would mean right. that it would take Because I saw the focus on my board as Finder. Sure. That's the one thing of like, yeah, I want to keep helping out Thunderspeaker, but then like, you know. My board and there are two explorers on it. Mm, right. <laughs> So. Um, so I ended up doing 30 damage. <laughs> this time we got rid of three cities, six towns, and like five explorers. Five explorers. Wow. Yeah, that one just wiped everything out. So last time it was three, seven, one. This time it was three, six, five. I had two <laughs> leftover damage. Oh, well. Oh, well. Can't win them all. It worked There's out There's nothing pretty, wrong pretty with just a little overkill. <laughs> 13 fear this time, but... Let's see, last time you had 11 invaders killed. Mm. This time you had 14 invaders killed. Mm. So both of them were very big uses. We're like, oh, nice, we get to do it again. Those were fun. <laughs> yes, it was a fun combo with like Finder, Thunderspeaker, but you really cover my flaws. I didn't generate a single fear this game. I'm pretty sure it's Finder. It was teamwork. Yeah. So I'm looking at the photos here. <laughs> while you guys are talking and I'm like oh man look at all of these invaders just on this one big clump and then turn four happens and you know the first land is clear then turn five happens and the other land is clear <laughs> so you see like all these little Dahan just going like from right to left like <laughs> just like windshield wiper sweeping the invaders <laughs> off, off the, the board map. right there it's so like great. when the riders of Rohan just go across the battle of the Palinor fields oh yes <laughs> there it is smashing those orcs all right, but then we did end up with lesser spirits imperiled. John, tell us how you got us out of that mess. Well, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> we, we talked about this. Lesser spirits, it's one of those choice events. So you can I eat... hate choice events because I don't like doing stuff by committee. Mm. <laughs> I do like the events where it's like each spirit chooses whether to do this. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to do this because reasons. You can do whatever you want. Where you can pull a random minor power, and if it has a certain element, you remove blight from the card. And we were getting pretty close to flipping that card, and we just don't like flipping blight it was cards. It's a little icky. A little icky type of thing. And yeah, especially not when there's, you know, level six adversaries. Yeah. Well, and the other option, and if it had the beast symbol, you had to destroy one Dahan land with Blight, and I didn't want to do that either. I think that was the kicker. It's like, yeah, we don't want to Blight the island, like flip the card, but if we're losing Dahan, that is like one of our powerhouses. Not in this game. No, that's no, no, losing no. their army. Or, or there's the one where you can pay for it. Costs four energy per player, aided by plant. You can get to destroy one of your presents, but if you do that, you get to add a permanent element. This is not the first time that this has helped us. I believe this helped us in our Habsburg game. Habsburg yes, game. Yeah, another level six adversary that we needed help with. <laughs> the funny thing was, John was like, all right, so it is aided by plant. Laura and I both looked down and like, I have literally zero plant cards and I have two money. Yep. Laura says, I have one money and um, no plant. And all my cards had plans. <laughs> <laughs> and John was like, I mean, I guess I could forget my whole hand. <laughs> I pretty much Keeper literally did. I'm, well, you kind of, you're you looking won't. you're looking at Talons of Lightning. I'm like, eh, this is kind of my well, hitter. Another thing, this is turn five. How many turns do we have left? Three. You yeah. are really looking at these cards in your hand like, how many of these am I going to use That's with true. the build that yeah. I have? How many of these have I actually used? There are some cards in my hand that I never use a single time. Mm-hmm. So this can be a complaint for Keeper 
But I think I was still being thematic where I was shoving Dahan off my lands. Because I know, like, I lost my identity yeah. with Talons of Lightning. But I was still able to spread some wilds. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I forgot Dark and Tangle Woods, Boon of Growing Power, Towering Wrath, and Regrow from Roots. So you're right. It was half my hand and that Dark and Tangle Woods that I picked up in the first turn. It's still thematic if you think about it. Woods attract lightning. Lightning starts forest fires, and that does some big damage. Boom. There you go. Okay. Hooray. I just have heard complaints where Keeper just turns into like a Major's bot type of thing. I do. I had some identity left in me, right? Yeah. I was still Keeper-ish, but yeah, we had to pay for it. And we got permanent elements. Yes. Which is really nice, yeah. What did everyone pick? I got air because I just wanted more Dahan movement. I think I picked plants for Finder for my Isolate innate. I don't have a lot of plants. I want to get all my Isolates as I could. So I chose plant for Finder. And here I am as stone, so it's pretty straightforward. You can guess it already. I picked water. Animal. Wait, what? (laughs) I was going to say sun. That's right. (laughs) All right, so why did stone pick animal? At first, you may think, well, why not go for earth? Because all of your innates need earth and badly. Well, I. Wait, you weren't joking? No, not joking. I picked animal. No, you picked animal. Oh, I thought we were both doing a bit. Okay, never mind. This is not bit. It's true that you would think I would go for Earth, but no, I went for Animal because in order to hit the kicker for Winds of Rust and Atrophy, I needed a second Animal. Now, Atrophy gives you one, but the only other card that I have that gives you Animal is Stubborn Solidity, and that card was just not cutting it for me in the late game. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, we have a ton of bad guys. What do you want to do? Defend one per Dahan. Yay. (laughs) I Yes, Tahan can be killed, and that allows them to counterattack and stuff. And I'm like, I need something big and crazy. I don't know. That yeah. was smart. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I told John, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to do animal because I need to hope against hope that I can get the kicker for atrophy yeah. so that we can do it as many times as possible because that's going to help, I swear. Put a pin in that one for uh, the next turn, too. But, yeah, like like Ryan's talking about, we were starting to get into the end game. Yeah. Like, yep. Keeper, yeah, forget my hand. Ryan, uh, I need animal. <laughs> This is a really interesting thing. We all kind of ended up with like, this is what we're able to almost spam. This is just the direction Mm -hmm. we are in. I'm telling you, Laura, wins and rest of atrophy is really good in the end game. Fine, I believe you. But after all these, because Ryan had some slapbacks and Laura was generating fear, Talons of Lightning was getting fear, we finally, after turn five, got into terror level two. Turn five. Turn five. Four fear card. Turn five. There's three turns left. So we had to ask ourselves, is this the time where we rush fear? Oh, man. Or do we just try and, like, murder everything on the planet? We have 63% of the game already behind us, and we're like... Yeah, we're going to have to try to get a terror victory. There's no way we're getting fear. No way. I mean, we already knew that, but it was just reinforced. Like, nope, not happening. Now, our explorer was the jungle and sands. Yeah. So we ended up with a bunch of explorers out there that we're going to build the next turn. Moving into turn six. I was bitter about this one because a lot of my isolates missed. Oh, hey. I remember that. Yeah. But shout out, though, between Finder's Isolates and Keeper's Wilds Tokens, you actually did stop a good number of explorers. Okay. You I did. Stopped, your build, there your were was several times. I stopped a lot of the coastal ones, but several there were some times. inland ones that snuck through that was grumpy well, about. Well, I mean, it's not going to be perfect. You don't perfect. know where they're going. True. But you okay. stopped multiple. But the, the way it looked. Were good. At turn six, we only had one city and four towns 
remaining. But we had a bunch of explorers in both of our jungles and our sands that were going to build towns. And yep. there was no way for us to rush fear because we just weren't fear people. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like yelling at Finder, Finder, give us more fear. And the wings are just like, what? What am I going to do? <laughs> oh, flap at them. You've come to the wrong bird. <laughs> yeah. right? Panda lightning. Yeah. Pandemonium lightning. So that's where it got interesting. Turn six happened pretty quick because we were all of a sudden just like, we, how do we get these four towns yeah. and one city off the board before the build? There's a point in every game where it's like... I was just about to say this. Say yes. It. Say it. Yes, where you see the spark of, oh. We can win. Oh, there's a way. There's a way. But it like, has it's to right be this. There. It's always you, like, but can it work? Right. Yes. You have to do it very specifically. <laughs> very specifically. And like plan out, then you do this power, and right. then I do that. Yes. Yes. And then this one, and then, yeah. Because at first, my strategy, I always end up having strategy like right at the end. I'm like, I know what everybody needs to do right now. And, you know, not knowing what's happening for like the five turns before that. But my strategy was I can defend in both of my lands with a town. So then in the Ravage, they'll die. But... See, I don't like doing that because events... Can just exactly. destroy your plan. Even sometimes the fear farmers, card, the right? <laughs> in all of their well-meaningness, the fear cards can sometimes True. be like, "We're going to make this not happen," and you're like, "You Dang stink!" It. Skip this next thing. But no, no, I needed that to ravage. <laughs> I needed that to die. So we were able to do uh, three things to make it happen. Yep. Um, oh, there are explorers everywhere. And since it's a stage three card, it's like, oh man, they're going to go and build everywhere if we don't get it in this fast we, phase. We're going to lose if they build. Yeah. Basically. Kind of took me back to like a John, slow and our death. Russia game. Yeah. In season one, like, it has to be the fast phase. It has to. If it's not, we're dead. We're going to lose. Or at least, maybe not dead, but in this case, we're not going to clinch it if we can't do it the fast phase right now. Spoilers. Because there's a lot of towns. We didn't clinch it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a year ago. Yeah, we're better now. We're trained. <laughs> Remember how I said I didn't have anything flashy or crazy, but just very functional and necessary? This was the first turn where I was able to do, all right, this was definitely my play of the game. This is <laughs> time the to share. So at the very end, John, you only had what? One town. One town. On your board, right? So I use Towns of Lightning. Yes, I know it's super overpriced, but it's a fast power that can destroy. Kaboom, so, And Keeper can afford it. So that was my Keeper play. Yep. Was destroy that town. Finder didn't have... <laughs> I have the picture here on my phone here. Finder's board, literally a single explorer at okay. this moment. Okay. At this well moment, okay, Finder had good. one explorer But we still need a Finder in this game because what did Finder do? I shuffled. I did Finder things. Yeah. On Laura's board, there were two towns to yeah. which John said, so Laura, do you need me to like boot that guy into one land? And you're like, please. <laughs> so John grouped him up. I marched my little army in in the fast phase. And in the fast phase, I led the Furious Assault and destroyed both of the towns. Is that the innate? Yes, that's okay. my the right speaker. innate where you can destroy a town for every two Dahan. Yeah. So I just brought four Dahan with me, murdered both the towns at once. And you had your four air to make it fast. Yep. Nice. It's their and resident so it was clear. building popper power. That's right. Man, Thunderspeaker's so strong. It's like, oh, by the way, I now know. you can make this fast. And, what? And Come what on. But were... I keep forgetting, like, Thunderspeaker can't do it in every single land. Right. Oh, boo no. hoo. Boo freaking hoo. But hey, when like you're going up against Wither. England, <laughs> that's a nice power to have against England. It is a nice so, power to have. And then Ryan. Keeper was How'd able to clear their board. Finder was, well, I mean, their board was fine. Flipping around on other people's boards. With John's assistance, Laura was able to smack the two towns off her board. So on my board, there was just two towns and a city. 
So what I had to do is I went and used sky stretches to make my scarred and stony land into a fast power, which says just do two damage in a land that's blighted. So the land was blighted, killed the town that was in there. Nice. Got added it. a bad lands for fun measure, removed a blight, so that's going to be helpful for Laura's score. Just a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. After you so added So there 18. was <laughs> one of two towns that needed to go. Then, in the other land that had a single town and a bunch of explorers, I did steam vents, but because I had three earth, I hit the kicker on steam vents, which says, normally, destroy an explorer, but the upgrade version says you may destroy a town, so there goes that one. And because I played Scarred and Stony Land, Sky Stretches, Steam Vents, and Winds of Rust and and Atrophy, atrophy. I had enough air, I had enough water and animal to do it once, do it twice, downgraded the city into a town and then again into an explorer boom that was it there it is no more cities or towns <laughs> left on our board Chair level two turn so six there you go Woo! our game laura's team was able to defeat brandenburg prussia level six i'd say shock and awe lived up to its name mm. hooray and i was so glad that winds and rust of atrophy once again closed out the game <laughs> once again it also often is a closer since 2017 <laughs> been winning games for people it's like the closer it since is. like i love <laughs> that ever for any spirit any spirit i, I can make it work it's so good <laughs> lord so a lot of our games that we've played most of our games we've won in terror level three i would say as a group most oh, yeah. of our games mm-hmm. are in terror level three yep, the majority did you think you would have to win at terror level two this is pretty rare that we went with just explorers on the map if you're asking me what i was anticipating for this game i had no anticipation Thank so you. Yeah, I think it became pretty clear by at least halfway through that we are not going to get a fear victory. Mm-hmm. We are not going to even get near terror level three. So, you know, like I didn't come into a strategy. At a certain point, the strategy just kind of solidified itself. Mm. Yeah. So we had a six turn game of which only one of them had a fast phase. It wasn't a full turn. And as you can see, the first three turns were very different from the latter three turns. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> turned a corner for sure. And it got fun. And it started on turn four. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was worried. And the first half, I'm like, ooh, they had us in the first half. Not going to lie. And we didn't get the best events. We weren't getting any fear cards. One of the things we actually did this time is we actually went and recorded some of our stats that we don't usually keep because, you know, we kind of want to make this fun and we also want to have something to verifiably compare to with John's and my game. I will say I also think I'm going to have to win in Terra Level 2 because I'm thinking about my team. I have Green eh, River next to No Fear. No Wind fear. Lightning, not Pandemonium. Right. Wind Lightning. You have a lot more support, though, in your And then team. Starlight. Depends on Starlight's anything. build. Can be anything. Mm-hmm. But so I might also have to win in Terra Level 2. I'm, for my... You're fine. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I have you're fine. Bringer and I have Downpour. That's some but pretty good mainly fear. Bringer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Bringer. But Downpour finds one Reign of Blood. It's yeah. a fear victory. Yep. <laughs> So, Laura, would you like to go and tell everyone what your final score was? This is the final semi-disputed score because Stone just got screwed over. Um, The score was 64. That's the big number to remember. 64. All right. So we had 35 explorers killed. 
We killed 37 towns and we killed 10 cities and we downgraded mm. two of them. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of that was like points though. That's just stats. These are fun. just fun stats. These are just funsies. Fun These stats. are the fun stats. We, we re- killed more towns than explorers. Isn't that nifty? Yeah. Well done us. To we, be fair though, by the end, we're like, Frankfurt we need to get Prussia rid of towns. does put a lot of them on the yeah. escalation. They add them with the escalation and then we got the that stupid ones where, hey, towns don't participate. Or add the, towns a, back on. The adjacent one, yeah. like add yeah. an adjacent town. Yep. And with isolation and wilds tokens, we didn't have a whole lot of explorers mm. on no. the map. There were 35 explorers that were killed from us, but we had had an additional eight that were removed from a fear card. Here's okay. why Bringer's also going to be good for you, especially mm. in a big player game, flipping over that fear card oh, and, and strategizing. Yeah. Because we had some misses with yeah. our fear cards. Like, I wish a Dahan would have been here mm. to remove this or something. Mm. I wish I would have had a presence here to True. remove this. So that's another like, bonus to be fair, we only had four of them. To be fair. We won on four fear cards. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> only earned four fear. I'd say go team. <laughs> we had three blight left on the healthy side. Never blighted. Never blighted. Well, like, flipped the blight card, I mean. Yeah, never, never, flipped never flipped it. We yes. only healed three blight. Two of them went back to the box. I had two of those. <laughs> I did one that one time. Regrow from roots or Regrow some... from roots. Yeah, yep. it is. The one that went back to the card was from John. The other two were from me, and they went back to the box. <laughs> <laughs> and our miles per gallon on Manifestation of Power and Glory total, I got seven cities, 13 towns, six explorers, and three uses yep, of that Yep, all card. from three uses of that card, you got 26 invaders killed. By using it three times. Oh, we should totally up the fear well, from that. Done. Seven cities, 13 towns, and six explorers. So, so you used it three times, so that's four, three fear. Yep. So Seven six. times two is 14. 14 plus 13 is 27 plus three. Wow. And even 30. 30 fear. Dang. From manifestation of power Not glory. bad, dudette. Well done there. All right, so my total scoring. So we got 50 points for difficulty, which I believe we're all starting off with, right? Yes, because we're doing level six. Level six. Uh, We got 10 for winning, so I hope you guys lose. (laughs) That'll help me. (laughs) We got two points for having two cards left in the invader deck. Uh, Two per. We got five points for our Dahan, because it's four Dahan give you one point Mm -hmm. left alive. We had 23 left, if I'm not mistaken. And we lost one. And then ah. you get minus one point for every four blight on the board. Which and there I were like eleven. <laughs> this is where Stone just gets a little screwed over because Stone brought a lot of blight out of the box I took so and long. then dumped it on my board. You keep I, bringing this up, so would you not count blight as a scoring mechanism then for the I would vengeance? say Stone keeps track of what blight they take out of the box and whatnot, and we just swoop take that out of the because this... i guess you could make the argument in vengeance's case like it's too easy to win if you lean into the blight so mm. a I guess... higher score be like it's so hard Wildfire to win yeah. without it i feel like this scoring probably makes a lot of sense if you're just playing with the original characters but then as the they scoring start also to, like, came use... out with the original game. right as they start to use more <laughs> they use blight now as like a resource which is such a cool mechanism and i yep. love it it just i mean now that i'm making a big stink out of it it would have mm. gotten me one more point so never mind I hope it you is... lose by one point. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it I get 65. Completely up to you how much you want to care about the scoring mechanism. And I don't care. All I care about is um, if you win. I would like a recount if I lose. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if it's close by one point, I'm going to lose oh, my mind. Oh, jeez. That's funny. So, yeah, 64 points for shock and awe. Not bad. I think the biggest thing for Brandenburg Prussian scoring 
you lose a lot of points because you have so few invader cards left. Like for France, if you win in turn six against France, then you still have six more cards left in the deck. That's still 12 more points mm. you're adding to your score. That's really nice. But with Brandenburg Prussia, there's so many less cards in the deck. So you almost always start with a lower score because you only have eight turns to begin with. To be honest, I don't care about that because you guys are going to have the same problem I do. So. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll be pretty yeah. even. But I'm just saying usually Brandenburg anyway. yeah. Prussia scores are usually pretty low. It's hard to get into the 70s with Brandenburg but Prussia. shouldn't it just be I'm only comparing my score against other Brandenburg Prussia level sixes, you know, because of all the things you just mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to beat you, but... <laughs> I don't know. See, John, you were controlling two spirits. We're going to hopefully have a fourth guest. Yes. And if they're not in the same experiential level as we are, who knows? Laura's team might have the most amount of veterans also, on the team. Oh, I'm dumpster game. fire at every spirit you picked. So have fun with that. Enjoy. Um, I have Volcano on my team. <laughs> yeah, see, Ryan thought about me. You don't like wind lightning? I don't oh, know I love when lightning. lightning. Can, does. I can, do wind. can I please be wind? What about lightning, green? Please? Then you can play green. Green grows every turn. That's easy, Laura. Okay. Fine. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So, how did everyone game. think about all the various spirits? Mm. What were your builds? It was really interesting to start off with Kaylin's build that I'd never done before. I feel like I picked up a card that I'd never used before. It was a little different. I'm just super fun to work with Finder. I wanted to do bottom track keeper because that has been getting I more traction. Love. People have been I, talking I have about been bottom track keeper. Talking about how fun <laughs> bottom track keeper is for a long time. So anyway, I went top track. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I Bottom wanted, sometimes you pick up a major power and times are tough. I'm like, well, I need energy. So I got to seven energy in three plays with Keeper. That mm -hmm. was my end build. Mm -hmm. So I leaned into the top track and I needed to play Talons of Lightning mm -hmm. to destroy buildings. I like a top track Keeper sometimes. It, it sometimes it is does the job. Yeah, especially if you don't have too many fires to put out everywhere. Right. If ever I want to say goodbye, France, I'm like, Bottom Track Keeper, here Bottom we go. Track, <laughs> yes, and spreading all those wilds and putting out those little fires. Au revoir. So, yeah. Boot. <laughs> for finder like there's top track finder which is fun like i could have had a majors build finder and like found cast down or something sure but i just did top middle middle bottom but and you don't need a major thunder no i kind of had thunder speaker and sure. i just wanted to be mobile i wanted oh. to isolate so thunder speaker finder oh. yeah so i just kind of had this hybrid build with finder sure basically so those were my two spirits what'd you do ryan i did something i don't usually do i Almost, and I mean almost always, do hybrid. Sure, I may have a focus heavily on one over the other, but this time I did literally pure top track. Entirely? <laughs> Entirely. Wow. Entirely top track. Well, the thing is, is... Well, Stone's top track is everyone else's both tracks <laughs> because their bottom track is Reclaim 1 and Elements, and that's about it. Their top track is both energy and minor power gain and card play. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, and their special rule negates a loss condition. This is fun. Sure, <laughs> this is fun. That sounds balanced. It's all good. Well, here's the thing. I figured looking at the board state, I'm like... There's a lot of bad guys. Yeah. I'm going to need my energy to use my innate so that I can pay to keep Blight coming from the box, not mm -hmm. from the card. So I'm going to need energy in order to do that. Yeah. So I want to have energy. So I kept going for that top track so I can have enough energy to actually fund all of these things. And boy, did I use it. And you started playing majors. <laughs> you started playing Winds of right. Rust. So yeah, you needed money for that yep. as well. So we had, you know, obviously two Blight per player plus one. So mm -hmm. with four spirits, that means there was nine Blight and we had two left, which means that we blighted seven times. 
But as you remember, we had 11 Blight on the board. Yes. Because four of those times came from the box. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well done, Stone. Which means that if they didn't come from the box, that Blight card would have flipped. Oh, we would have played it. So on one hand, Laura, you may wish to complain in the fact that, hey, the scoring isn't helping me because there's more Blight out there. Well, we would have flipped that Blight card if it wasn't for Stone. Do you lose points if it gets flipped over? No, but you're just adding more Blight. No, but there's more more Blight on there. There's higher chances for bad things to happen. And what if you get erosion of will? There goes presence. I'm, I'm gonna put a pin in the complaining. <laughs> All I'm saying was your past self did your present self some good happies because Stone kept the blight card from flipping. Right. Which I was mean, great. you played a really good stone. That so was thank com- you. That, you're the one who picked them, not me. <laughs> it's one of the biggest supports in the game, is what Stone can do. Yeah. Like, Serpent letting someone play an extra card, mm. or, I mean, yeah, even green, so nothing could be Gift of Proliferation, mm. but just, like, stretching out that Blighted Island effect That's is really huge nice. from Stone. Yeah. As far as powers, at first, I was going for a defense-centered Dahan kind of build. I was like, okay, because I had yeah. elusive ambushes. Like, okay, let me go ahead and move him around a bit. And then it was like, oh, crap, yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. nope. Yeah. And so I was like, bye, get rid of that card, and hello, winds of rest and atrophy, because <laughs> I have to go for majors. And ironically, the thing that was so funny was I didn't even remember at that immediate moment that we had only four turns left. It was just like, you know what? I just need to go for major. You sometimes forget in playing Brandenburg. It's like, yeah, we're in the middle of stage two. It's fine. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, Uh crap. And then, Uh yeah, when John said that, hey, guys, we got four turns left. Laura and I were like, well, I'm glad I went for a major. (laughs) (laughs) And found a good one. And one of the things that was funny, as you remember, it was very good that I grabbed Winds of Rust and Atrophy because it clinched the game. Mm -hmm. It was very clutch that Keeper had found Towns of Lightning because he'd spammed it all the time. (laughs) Like, multiple times throughout the game. right. I like to do these things in these battle reports where I kind of like to think of a quote-unquote play of the game, yeah. so to speak. Honestly, for Stone, there wasn't really a play of the game until the very, very end. I mean, you won us just, the game. Well, right, but technically you would have done it if I had just simply done my turn first. But point being, I think the biggest play of the game was just simply Blight from the Box. Yeah. Blight from the box until that awesome bit where I made Scarred and Stony land fast to pop the town, then make sure that I have enough elements for steam vents, which mm-hmm. popped a town, which was clutch, and then doing Winds of Rust twice to make a city and do an Huge. explorer. That was probably my biggest play. When it comes to Finder or Keeper, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Finder, just doing their good old-fashioned normal say, like, Finder thing. Nothing really stood out. I moved three cities into one land for lore. Like, yeah. that's cool type of thing. Amazing, but you were doing that the yeah, whole but I, time. I was moving things around. Like, with Finder sometimes, like, in isolation, I prevent an explorer. Cool. That's not really a play of the yeah. game, but that stops an explorer. That stops mm-hmm. a build. That stops a ravage. So it's kind of deceptive with Finder where I didn't earn any fear. Yeah. I didn't blow anything up. I killed nothing. But moving some things and isolating, it's deceptively good. And then, yeah, mm. Keeper bankrolling Talons of Lightning and just reclaim looping. Because I was still growing with Growthy and then reclaiming Talons right. of Lightning. On my notes here, Keeper's play of the game was really spread across three things. 
stopping multiple explorers. That's true. Yeah, good. I had a lot of wild tokens out there. Yeah, replaying consistently Talons of Lightning and gave all to Han to Thunderspeaker. <laughs> yeah, I always forget about that that supportive power. I'm just like, I'll just make a sacred site here. Here right. you go. Here's all the Dahan right. in this It land. may be easy to forget, but guess what? Thunderspeaker's not going to forget that they got six more Dahan. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> that's true. Like, my board was almost clear of Dahan because I was just shoving them to lore. Yep. That's true. And so I that's th- what I, I had so for Keeper, yeah. Thunderspeaker? Oh, easy. Easy. Back-to-back manifestation of power and glory. Yeah. One turn into the next. There's... <laughs> Blowing up, 30 damage, 24 damage, so much damage. so great. That was really fun. And the bigger ones that we've had, usually we have like our rituals to destruction. We have these weird scenarios that kind of make us for these like 40, 60 damage. Yeah, it felt a little bit more utilitarian, but not so much as to be like, oh, I'm only getting nine damage. No, you, know? you never had anything And you got the kind of like the fun buildup of, oh, we're going to keep dumping stuff in there. We're going to keep dumping stuff in there. And then finally it comes. You're like, Yes. A lot of people were talking from what I saw on the comments on, you know, our draft. Yes, I know Lore, your team name was Shock and Awe, but it, Laura's team name was becoming S-tier. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's Laura's S-tier I mean, team. We said that even ourselves. We even like, said so that. So Laura right. has the best team. Yeah. <laughs> so like having drafted a quote unquote S-tier team, how did you think they blended? What was the composition? It was just super fun. Okay. I enjoyed it. I think, again, you're never going to get really better than Finder and Thunderspeaker together. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's the ultimate pairing in the whole entire game. Whoa. Whoa. Well, it's definitely her favorite. Yeah. It's the one that yeah. she has the most experience with. Well, yeah, when just you think because about... like, I love Thunderspeaker and Finder lets Thunderspeaker do even more fun things. So When you think about the game, honestly, Laura was really the only one who killed and destroyed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I did a little like, eh, here, eh, there. Keeper did, you know, decent amount. Yeah, about like two or three turns worth. Finder was just like, eh. Killed just nothing, like, yeah. Just killed nothing, sent it all to other people. It was just between Thunderspeaker, Keeper, Finder, it was bump, set, spike. Mm. And Good volleyball reference. Finder and Keeper are doing the bump and the set, and Thunderspeaker's the one with the spike, and Stone was just making sure that we didn't flip the black card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that worked out really well. Uh, it was like, oddly <laughs> a really good team. <laughs> It worked. It worked. It's almost like strong spirits do well together. Who da thunk? Yeah. Huh. It's, uh, yeah. It's almost like it is like that, isn't it? <laughs> and then my team against Brandenburg Prussia. Because you said you didn't really strategize specifically versus this adversary. Nope. So how do you think they did? I think that we did really, really well. I think right now I don't really have a clear frame of reference for like how well we did. I think I'll be able to answer that question better after I see how your guys' teams do. Because maybe your teams like rush fear early and we end up winning on level four or something. Yeah. But I feel like we got out of the gate quickly. We didn't drop the tackle and uh, we made it into the end zone. So uh, I'm proud of my boys Sports. Sports ball. Sports. No, but like we didn't blight on turn two. So. That's happened to me a bunch. Go team. (laughs) And we didn't get Numinous Crisis. We didn't get Numinous Crisis. (laughs) So I feel like right now, we did well. I'll be interested to see how your teams do. You know, Brandenburg Prussia, especially Brandenburg Prussia 6, is a generally tough adversary. They're not a specifically tough adversary. And this is a generally good team. That's true. I don't know how my team would have done against like France 6 or something. Sure. Finder is someone who's just like, I mean, they do really good work at just grabbing people. Finder isn't countered very hard by Brandenburg Prussia. No. And what happens when you gather people? They're all in one spot. Who's really good at nuking one spot? Well, 
Thunderspeaker yeah. is. Yeah. And there's a lot of towns because of that escalation. Who's a good town popper? Thunder. Uh, Thunderspeaker's not bad. Keeper's hey. not bad. Keeper's not hey, bad. Hey. Yeah. Stone can be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. That's yeah. true. Like, say Finder versus England is a little more delicate because if you get seven buildings in a land, you lose. Oh, yeah. So grouping them up doesn't work quite so well. A little difficult. And you need to earn fear versus England or they right. get an extra build. So it's like, true. ooh, Finder again, not earning fear right. is a little bit tough. And Habsburg, they're like, you put me over there, I'm going to move over here. I'll like, move anyway. They put, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and some, like Sweden, double blights, which is hard for Keeper. Who and doesn't, Stone. And Stone. Stone hates Sweden. That's true. <laughs> so you're right, Ryan. This was a generally good team versus like a generally tough adversary. Yeah. I mean, it. that's one of the reasons why we picked Brandenburg Prussia. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in a draft, like, okay, there's like three or four people that are directly counterpicks against this specific adversary we chose. Okay, and now that those spirits have been picked, the rest of this draft is kind of yeah. right. <laughs> it's kind of boring. Doesn't matter anymore. Ooh, I have a question. Okay. Do you wish you had anyone different? Would you have swapped anyone out of the four? You killed my ocean. Mm. I think really if it was different and somebody didn't like immediately get rid of ocean in the first burn, I probably would swap out ocean and keeper just because ocean can get more fear. That would have been a different um, game because I stopped oh a goodness, lot of yeah. explorers with Keeper, but the, but the fear was low, lower. Yeah, fear was lower. It would have made Thunderspeaker and even Stone, I think, head more towards the interior slash Ocean's board, and then Ocean yeah, someone would be had a more cover controlling for Ocean. the coasts. Yeah, but Ocean and Finder are also a good combo because a oh, lot of man. times you find yourself oh. on the coast. Well, I had found Sky Stretches if Ocean was there. Oh, yeah, but extra like, range to the okay, coast. So for Ocean, you want to drown stuff, and oftentimes you find yourself washed up on shore, and you're like. Like, I'm not in that land with that city. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't afford to drown it. I have the card to drown it. I'm just not there, and I can't easily move there this yep. turn. But if you have Finder on your team, they can just move them right over there, and then you can drown them. Yeah. So and it's it would have worked here too, though. Without actually killing Keeper. Finder either. can even do wonky things because you know Finder can you know push presence. Mm. I could end up in the ocean tile and then yep. make coastal lands I'm that sorry, are inland are lands. Are these two adjacent? Are these two adjacent? That yep. means this most inland jungle is now a coastal land. Well, where ocean can grow to, and where they can found drown. Scream Disease, which is yet another range boosting card, so it could have worked pretty well. So I think someday I want to go back and try my team again with just that little swappy. Swap. Okay, that would have been interesting for sure. Yeah. It all worked out in the end, and you know, like we said, still all for funsies. But by turn two or three, I'm like, oh, I wish he had a fear spirit. <laughs> <laughs> we were but feeling it, it all worked out. It all worked out. It was still good. So yeah, there you go. There is Laura's team. John, what do you think? I think that was a strong showing. Again, I I've, think that was a really solid showing. I've lost many of Brandenburg Six games on the digital app yep. or just me playing by myself. Or like we said, Blighted Turn 2. Honestly, the fact that you won already right there yes. is one where I'm like, okay, I can't be lackadaisical or I can't rest on my laurels with my team. One bad event, I could you know? lose. Like, mm-hmm. Laura, you have a victory and it was a strong showing. Yep. It was an impressive game. This is a score that I don't think I can beat if I'm being, eh, like, lackadaisical, easygoing. I'm just cavalier about it. Mm-hmm. I have to be like, all right. Let's go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So you're not making this easy for us. So that is my she, gut reaction. This, the bar has been set high. Yep. Well done, team. You all played excellently. Hooray. And at the end of the day, I had fun. I Me too. You too. It was a fun game. Yep. Okay, well. Until next time, I believe John's team is up to bat. I hope Starlight has a fear build. I'm kind of hoping for that. <laughs> Sun Moon! Sun Moon! <laughs> Sun Moon! 
I'm actually really excited, yes, to see the score. I'm also excited to see when certain terror levels were reached and how many kills were made. Okay. That'll be interesting. Kind of fun to see that. I'm really excited to see how many explorers were killed, how many towns were killed, cities, that kind of thing. What turn did River get massive flooding fully maxed out? (laughs) (laughs) Was it turn three? Maybe. (laughs) I'm guessing turn five or six. Yeah. (laughs) But green's in the game. Who knows? Green's in the game. Oh, that's true. Green. That's true. Turn four, maybe. Turn four. All righty. Well, until next time, we will catch you all on the Flippity Flip. Peace out. Bye. Hey there. Editing Ryan here. John's battle report was two and a half hours long. I'm guessing I won't have it ready by next week. It's likely that I'll have it ready, however, on the following week, on September 3rd. Also, we were able to have a fourth player with us in that game. So the next episode will feature four individuals in the studio. I say this because we had to arrange the microphones in a different way, so the sound will be a little bit different than usual. I do think it sounds much better than the last time that we had four people in a recording. Last time, we only had one microphone. This time, though, we had two. This will be the second time that we've had four people, and if all goes according to plan, we'll have four players for my game as well. Anyway, that is what you can expect. I gotta get going. Until next time, I'm Editing Ryan. Catch you next time. We appreciate that you took the time to listen to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. Feel free to interact with us on our socials. You can catch us on our Facebook or Instagram, as well as BoardGameGeek, Reddit, and Discord. Consider supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get access to episodes early as well as our private Discord. Links to all those will be in the description of this episode. Have a great one, and may the elements be ever in your favor.